And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside When life gives you the test Will you back down, turn and run Or stand up with the best When your back's to the wall What will your answer be? Will you run for the door? Will you How the hell are you doing, Brainiacs? Long Allen Ice-T here, ready to talk Progreps with you! And, oh, Brain Buster Radio, how has everyone missed you? Everybody has been uh, taking their collective time to consume all of this pro wrestling that came into our lives at the end of August. We said it was going to be one of the biggest days of all time, August 31st. And then from there on, lots of catching up to do on Raws and SmackDowns, All Elite Wrestling's Impacts, Lucha, New Japan. We are a strong style pro-graps talk here on BBR. And when we watch that much good shit, oh, pal, you know what we got to do. Mil Calzonas is on the unos and doses, and on a big show like this, Mil Calzonas, there's only one thing I think we should do, right? We, we should be celebrating during the show, maybe. Maybe sipping on something during the show. What do you say? You are right, Long Allen. I, but you know, the funny part is I've been waiting in the studio for everyone. I don't know where everyone's been. I've been here <laughs> for months. I smell. I stink. I'm down to, what, 50 tortas? That's not enough for me, Long Allen. Oh, you know what goes with good with tortas, though, I heard. What? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, you know it. A little yeah. bit of the bubbly for the return of BBR and Brainiacs. What do you think? A little bit of the BBR at the Brain Busters. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it. Be all about it. Sit back. Sip on some of the finest champagne you could find, and let's talk all the pro graps. A little bit of the bubbly. And yes, Chris Jericho is uh, dominating the professional wrestling world right now. If you ask me, he is the first ever AEW champion, and not only did he win the championship, Mil Calzonas, I mean, he won it, and then he created one of the biggest memes of the 21st century one of the biggest catchphrases i mean every big wrestling show needs great catchphrases good t-shirts people talking about it outside of the actual shows and chris jericho explodes aew out of nowhere after winning the championship i would go down to say right now he's probably the greatest world champion there ever was Uh, i mean i gotta agree but i gotta ask you a question I know he's the first ever AEW championship, but I heard he lost the belt. So does that make him the second, the two-time AEW champion since he got it back? Uh, I would say one and a half. He lost it at a, at a Longhorn Steakhouse. And, and, and you, you know, sometimes when you eat a really salty steak from a chain restaurant, you, you won't be about your wits. And, and someone was able to jack the title. But Jericho paid apparently... A ridiculous amount for private investigators, a brother Seamus, if you will, uh, Senior Calzonas, and 
He got the belt back. All's good. That belt is beautiful, and it looks so good around the waist of Chris Jericho as he's sipping on some champagne. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. Are you telling me, Long Island, he was at a steakhouse, and he was just down in steaks, and you know you, you know when you do that classic smack your belly where you're just like, oh, yeah, oh, I can't eat another steak. So you have to take off the belt, the yeah. W Championship belt, to make room. Are you telling me that's what happened? You yeah, exactly. Exactly. Another steak. Yeah, I mean, you. I I know I've been with you at the Sizzler many times, and I mean, I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm I'm all about taking the belt off to make more room for delicious steaks. So Chris Jericho uh-huh. celebrating the the only way you should be celebrating when you win a match like that, and his match against the Hangman, you know, I thought was the best match. Everybody loves that ladder match from All Out, but I thought the championship match was the best move for move. Uh, Hangman desperately trying to keep Jericho's shoulders to the mat. He tried to hit him with that. Uh, I don't. He's changed the name of his finisher so many times. The Hangman drop on his freaking skull. But Jericho kicked out, and that's probably from all the vocal exercises. A strong neck on Chris Jericho, <laughs> and then he's able to hit the Judas effect. One, two, three. Let's go into the back and drink some bubbly. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. He just, when he got dropped on his head, he just went, do you want to start a war? <laughs> Jer- this fall. Jericho was a bloody mess in that match. Did you watch all of All Out, only the championship match? How did you consume? Uh, when it came to All Out, there's only one match that was really important. That's to see who get crowned as the first ever AEW World Championship. It was it was the most important match to watch. So if you only watch that one, I know some people said I don't know anybody on this card. I'm only going to watch Jericho. I understand. You know me though. I watched a bit of the bubbly. I watched it all, and I got to tell you, Mil Calsonis, you need to get your eyeballs on some Luchasaurus and the tag team name for Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. The the Jurassic Express is one of the best tag team names going. But Luchasaurus almost blew the roof off of the joint when he made a hot tag in their big uh, triple threat tag team match. That kid's going places, that Luchasaurus. I've seen them before on a lot of the BTE videos. Where What's the smaller one? The Luke Perry one. He's always on the shoulders. Yes, Jungle Boy um, Jack Perry. Yeah, Jungle Boy. I always see him on the videos, and they're always great to watch. But also, the ones I really I should have kept an eye on, should have watched was uh, was it Private Party? Yeah, yeah. Those are the guys that I see all the time in BTE, where the young bucks are trying to hang out with them. But I mean, I guess you don't get that invite to that private party. You can't get in. Yeah, you got. You got it's tough to get tickets to their private parties. The young bucks are going to have a match with them, though. In uh, the first round of the tag team tournament that's going to be started when AEW hits television in less, can you believe it? It's less than a month until pro wrestling returns to TNT. Turner and pro wrestling getting, it's like, it's like, it's like uh, your your parents divorced so long ago and then in their twilight years, they get back together. It's a beautiful story, TNT and pro wrestling. And it's all elite wrestling and Chris Jericho most likely is going to go, if he can hold on to the belt when he goes out to eat at chain restaurants, <laughs> is going to be the champion on TNT for the first episode. No more no more bubbly for, oh! for Jericho. <laughs> just, Jericho just traveling around the world, drinking champagne, getting f- real fucked up. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Having to un- every time you have to unbutton that belt to fit more bubbly, and you know you're already in trouble. you got to keep your eye on that belt at all times because everybody's looking for it.
Do you think Chris Jericho will get like a uh, endorsement deal where he's going to start selling Cristal in commercials? Uh, well, I, I, do I rappers remember, do rappers I, still drink that? Yeah, uh, Rick Ross has one. I think it's called like Belvedere or Belva something. But I heard that one's really good. I mean, I heard that one's popping. I mean, nothing more than hearing Rick Ross's "Every Day I'm Hustling" while Chris Jericho's talking about the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Chris, they have a T-shirt on AllEliteWrestling.com now. Yeah, I saw that. It was good. A little bit of the bubbly. That's it's a picture of Jericho holding it up. It's really good. I so did see someone mocked up also a bubbly club, Bullet Club style shirt that was yeah, also I saw that one too. Really fucking good. That was, that was a, a balding lion, which I don't know if you. you <laughs> That's kind of throwing. Yeah, shouldn't you should not be calling the world champion bald? As far as I'm concerned, I mean we're talking about the first AEW champion. We have to show this man respect. A little bit of the bubbly. Hulk Hogan was bald for forty was it (laughs) sixty years of his life? But nobody ever mentioned his baldness or made fun. Well, I mean, hey, if I started seeing Chris Jericho wearing bandanas, you know what's up. Wearing hats now to the ring though. Like he's a no, det- I, did, I saw the video. I saw the video of his head. Though, goddamn, that shit. I looked at it. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, time to HBK your shit, dog. Just time to shave that. Hell no! Do not, do not shave it, even- Jericho, Mister World Champion, sir. Please never ever shave your head. Nothing looks w- more wrong than. Shawn Michaels with no long hair. It just doesn't. Just, just, I, I feel like Shawn Michaels, as far as I'm concerned, he's dead. The heartbreak kid is dead you, to me. Just know if you can't have a mask versus hair match, I think you just need to cut it. Oh, So Jericho's supposed to face Cody at full gear, the big pay-per-view. The first AEW pay-per-view that will be built up on television. And uh, that's going to be taking place in Baltimore. But... Uh, Cody said he might not even get to get that match because they still are going to be taking into account wins and losses. Did you notice how at All Out, Bill Calsonis, they showed everyone's win-loss record as they entered for their matches, which is really cool, really new. I cannot wait to see how they they keep up with all that because that seems like it could be difficult. Yeah, I don't see, like, what are we going to, like, it would be weird watching that on WWE, like, Zack Ryder. 22 for 7,650 <laughs> million. Like, does it go for just a year? Do they recount at the year? Because I, I, I mean, it, it makes sense maybe for AEW just because they're not on TV as much. They're on once a week, what, two hours a week? Yeah, it's going to be two hours. Yeah, so if they don't count house shows and they just count TV, then maybe in pay-per-views, maybe that'll be okay. But, I mean, I shouldn't be seeing stats like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, like two and – 500 i shouldn't be seeing shit like that i mean i hope that the 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 screen might not be big enough for some guys eventually like years down the line where it's just going to be like marco stunt 64 and 2 million 3096 yeah <laughs> they're gonna have to go they're gonna have to go from numbers to just spelling out the yeah, they they got to spell out two and then a million. They should hopefully AEW gets like a Saturday morning show that's like on the CW. And if you your win percentage goes low enough that you you get relegated to only fighting on that show. Uh, you, you're below thirty <laughs> percent. You're gonna have to work your way up, but you can't leave this program. Yeah, it's great. That's uh, great. It's yeah. like a European soccer relegations. I don't know. I, I say if it's, st- I wouldn't be too mad at it if it was only for TV 
and pay-per-views, and they restart it every year. I want to be, I would be fine with that. Everybody gets a new clean slate the next year, you know. So Chris Jericho's champion for a year, and Kenny Omega's, oh! I don't know, five for ten. Kenny Omega's got a ways yeah. to go. He, I think he's he's back near back of the line with his loss to Pac, uh, unexpected. And so Kenny Omega, he's got you know he's got his uh, uh, ladder to climb. Cody next in line. Who knows exactly if he'll last and get that match? But I will say this: I was talking to Moose the Mark uh, right after we both watched All Out. Bill Calzones. Oh, hi, Mark. And Moose the Mark, who you know usually uh, steers clear of, of praising Chris Jericho because I think he's afraid of rock and roll music, uh, <laughs> told me when it, when when he, he said Chris Jericho is creating one of the biggest memes in the world, even outside of pro wrestling. The man's a genius. I can't believe this. And then I said, he's the goat. That's why he's the goat. And Moose the Mark said, you know what? He's in the conversation. That's something he's never said about Chris Jericho before. Wow. So when you've got Moose the Marks coming around on the AEW World Champion that way. A little way, bit of the bubbly. I mean, that tells you just how special Chris Jericho's win was against the Hangman at All Out. I know, Chris. I mean, again, in my if you look at my top five wrestling list, Chris Jericho's easily number two for me. Um, but thinking of one of the greatest of all time, maybe the greatest of all time, it, it is a serious conversation to have to put him up there. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you're 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 talking to if you're talking to me, you're probably talking Stone Cold and Chris Jericho. As as a, a battle for one and two, and Jericho would be, I think, ahead. But right now, Stone Cold's getting involved a little bit more in his in his latter years. <laughs> uh, you know, not wrestling, but he's a part of the show now, and he's got his reality show, and he's getting involved with WWE a little bit more uh, as they aim to you know bolster their creative product and their their uh, uh, reach and the, and the broaden the horizons of Raw and SmackDown, get people more interested and. And draw people in. They're bringing Stone Cold back a little bit more. Stone Cold isn't skipping a beat, but yeah, Jericho's up there with him. And this yeah. do. And the thing is, he's doing it right now. This is what's putting him into that category. I think for a lot of people, well, like Booster Mark, to me and you, he was already there, Mil Calzones. But you could see how big yeah. this was. Yeah, I've always had. Since I can remember, I remember Chris Jericho was the first T-shirt I ever bought. Um, the thing I, the thing about Chris Jericho that I think puts him ahead of a lot of people is that after his career, after like later on in his career, he went to J New Japan and did very big things there. And now he's doing a lot of big things in AEW, like late of his career. Like he was not even doing it when he was in his prime prime. I mean, he's still in his, he's still really damn good, but he's doing it after his, you know, after his prime, he's still going hard and. Just putting promotions on the map. The the guys who could do it that and reinvent themselves, I think, are the most special. Yeah. And they're with all the different versions of Chris Jericho we've seen, yeah. and this and in each one you could argue gets better than the neck than the last yeah. one. And now we're here with this. I mean, this isn't even really. This is a new one. This is a an evolution from uh, you know makeup wearing evil Chris Jericho that we saw a lot in New Japan. Yeah. This is like a new. Old, crazy, drunk, badass, uh, yeah. steak-eating like, Chris Jericho. Walking, walking around, <laughs> insulting people the whole time. Just, hey, st hey, stupid name, nice hair, idiot. Oh, you know, going around. A little like, bit of the bubbly. Old man. <laughs> just, old man just yelling at all these young athletes. I mean, there's, there, if, you, 
Brainiacs, if you want to like get a glimpse at what we're probably going to see on AEW and their creative approach, what they did after All Out, I think was genius. Exactly what some people have been clamoring for for a long time. And frankly, you won't really find in WWE or anywhere else on television where they literally gave Chris Jericho a microphone and said, you just won, walk through the backstage, do whatever you want, and kill six minutes. And he did it. And Jericho went out yeah, there, he and he, he fucking is a performer, and probably the greatest performer in all of entertainment, whether you're talking sports entertainment, rock and roll, movies, radio, podcasting, there's nobody who does it all better than Chris Jericho. Game show hosting. I mean, I don't want to turn this whole episode into putting him over, but he is the goddamn all elite world champion, yeah. Mel Calsonis. A little bit of the bubble. It's, it's it's not it's not hard to put him over. I mean, we, it's he's making it super easy. This with everything he's doing. Listen, he's a world champion. We, I mean. I don't remember the last time I respected, loved, and was enjoying a world champion this much. Maybe not since, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Roman Reigns after he beat Brock Lesnar. But, you know, this is is already maybe even surpassing that. You know me. I love the big dog. The big dog. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Makes me actually kind of want to watch AEW on TNT. Because, you know, there's a war starting up, so everybody's going to have to start choosing their sides pretty soon. Oh, you do you, you don't have to choose. They'll see, I'm going to be here telling everyone, no. give peace no. a chance. There's this thing no, called man. a DVR. There's this thing called the internet. There's this thing called tape trading. There's this thing called even, even pirating, Brainiacs. I'll tell you that. I will tell you to pirate before I tell you to go to war. Do not go to war. No. Enjoy it all. I'm going to war. I'm putting on my boots. I'm finding my shield. I'm finding my WWE T-shirt, the 9.99 T-shirt. We're going. I'm going. I'm ready to go to war, Long Island. It's been a long time since I put on the, the war paint, the Ultimate Warrior face paint. Mm, that that makes me sad. See, that just proves we are a warlike people. We all pray yeah, for peace, but everybody's ready for war, Mil Calsonis. I think secretly everybody wants wants to rule the world, and. I mean, I, I, as a young young man, realized only one man is the master and the ruler of the world. And, and that's Psycho Sid. So why start a war when we could all just live in peace and harmony and pro graps? That's what I'm looking you forward gotta to. Have, you got to have the Vince McMahon mentality you, that you're ready to just crush anything that comes that tries to come against you. Well... That that is a, a thing a lot of people are talking about now. Let's let's get over to WWE side of things now. In, in this day and age, this interesting. I mean, think about where we've come as a, as Brainbuster Radio, as a podcast, as a as a community, Brainiacs, us and you on the journeys we've been through. We've essentially have all gone through the what I'm calling the big dog era together, which is this last decade. The decade ends soon, pretty soon, you know, in a couple months, Mil Calsonis. The decade's over. I like to call this decade the big dog era. And in the big dog era, WWE expanded its global reach more than ever. More people were wrestling than ever. We were able to watch more people wrestle than ever. But also out of that WWE stronghold splintered off into opportunities. The popularity of WWE in wrestling splintered off into opportunities for things like AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan to come to the States. And now we're here, and and 
Some people are calling it competition. Some people are saying it's war. And with that, we're going to this new decade, and Vince McMahon and the WWE are on the Fox goddamn Fox Network, Married with Children, Simpsons, and WWE SmackDown. Mel Calsonis. And now Vince McMahon is battening down the hatches, apparently. And there's word, a rumor on the Moose the Mark internets, I saw on Reddit, that Vince McMahon is yelling at creative people in WWE, be creative this week, damn it. Because they're going back to Madison Square Garden for TV. Let's, I can just picture Vince McMahon. He's like, come up with a better idea. Now. <laughs> just out there over there. Uh, yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, this Fox deal that they got is crazy. I, I don't think I would have ever thought that WWE would be on Fox on such a pretty big network. Um, I think, what is it? Fox is owned by Disney now, correct? Not television. We're, uh, television. Yeah, well, I mean, they own a lot of their programs. The, the movie sure. studio and, and some and creative or uh, intellectual properties. But TV, Disney, and WWE will not touch. I mean, I'm pretty sure, honestly, I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon isn't worried at all about AEW. Um, I think it's, if there's one thing that Vince McMahon uh, does best is when he's put to a corner. I think that's when you get the best Vince McMahon. So you, what kind of shit are you anticipating with Raw and SmackDown going to Madison Square Garden next week? We're going to see a triple threat match in the semifinals of the King of the Ring tournament with Ricochet, Baron Corbin, and Samoa Joe. And on the other side, you've got a Cinderella on SmackDown in Chad Gable taking on Elias, who is the greatest acquisition in SmackDown history, has a new theme song, and has big, awesome muscles, and he could play guitar and looks great doing it in a throne. We've got five guys left in a King of the Ring. We've got Stone Cold moderating a contract signing on Raw between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Big shit lined up for MSG, Mil Calsonis. Uh, yeah, I mean, MSG sounds like it's going to be a great show. Um, when you have a show at the Mecca of wrestling, I mean, it should always be a sellout. It should always be like a top show. Um, I don't, it just looks, it looks good. I'm excited. I'm probably going to tune in probably after eight o'clock. I'll do the eight o'clock one. <laughs> I can't watch the East coast. I can't watch the East coast feed. Do you think a lot of people are, are there's just so much going on now they are going to more people will pick and choose and not watch everything unlike me who's going to probably ruin their lives watching all of this It would make sense if this was maybe about what was it 20 years ago where we relied on the, where I couldn't watch Monday Night Raw but we had the tape collection Could you imagine how much room I would need in in the, my my garage if i had to tape everything still if i had to tape all this shit four hour pay-per-views there's no excuses now is what i'm trying to say because we all remember the vhs has only went up to three hours so um the thing about it is so much easier now so there should be no excuses if you're into pro wrestling there's you literally just google aew tnt or wwe raw or uh smackdown or you can even go to hulu and watch the hour-long raw that they have up there they also have like smackdown up there they have nxt up there so it's pretty much like not hard to be able to catch up i know there's a lot more content than there was 10 years 10 20 years ago but i don't know there's a way no no excuses and we got nxt coming to uh the usa network and i'm 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 gonna throw out we're gonna have a prediction uh 
coming up on a on an episode either later this week, Brainiacs, or next or the week right before, just the days before it, it debuts on USA. But I have a big prediction for I, I and something I think might happen on the program. I, I could see happening Ooh. on NXT with WWE. NXT is going to have to do some big things, so we'll see what happens. But I have a prediction for a future show there, but I think they're going to get interesting. They're going to get think outside the box. They're going to be uh, a very fun show. You've got AEW. You know they're going to go all out, pun intended, because, well, their champion's oh, Chris Jericho. A little bit of the bubbly. And they're just going to go out there and wing it and see that what the hell works, and it's going to be just fun to watch. Even if it doesn't work, it's going to be fun to watch AEW succeed and fail i can't wait for both of it the trial and error that goes into what they're doing and then the wwe i think is feeling the pressure to give fans more and that's not new wwe always is trying to do that the goal's always to give people more that's why it's so great the, the wwe never settles and if it gets stagnant that's when business picks up and crazy shit happens like AJ Styles showing up at the Royal Rumble, it's legendary shit. Yeah, yeah, like 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 Hulk Hogan and and The Rock and Stone Cold standing in the ring together at a WrestleMania, or like the Yes Movement, or something crazy like Ronda Rousey joining the WWE. Big stuff happens in the WWE because they're always pushing it, and they're gonna push it because they're returning to the MSG. Think about this: a prestigious week, MSG WWE television for the first time in like a decade. Unreal. I think the last big show they had there was a Survivor oh, yeah. Series, right? So I can't even remember the last time that was a live TV event at the Madison Square Garden. I can't even. Yeah, regular TV. Mm-mm, You're right. <laughs> so get hype and get get ready. I'm. Ex- do you expect Brock Lesnar at one of those shows? I do. Oh, if he's if it's at the Garden, you you expect Brock Lesnar there. At least I think. Brock Lesnar, what about any any surprises anyone outside the company or someone if we haven't seen in a while or an NXT person maybe coming to WWE? Uh, I don't think I see any real uh, – maybe Johnny Gargano I think is the only one I could see because I think he's pretty much done with NXT. So maybe Johnny Gargano, maybe. I know he's not like a super big name, but uh, he ha- I think he has a really good fan base, especially for WWE going to Madison Square Garden where – I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more marks than kids and family members. I'm kind of bummed that Clash of Champions is after MSG because I ha- I don't have a good feeling that we'll get a championship match on either show because all the titles are on the line. The f- you know next weekend at Clash of Champions, I like I would kill to see Shinsuke Nakamura defend that Intercontinental Title at MSG. That would be great. But we're going to see a lot of contract signings and a lot of, I mean, what's really tough is to gauge and measure and and rate which of the feuds going into Clash of Champions are the the bloodiest and the angriest because a lot of people, there's a lot of hate in WWE right now. Got Roman and Eric Rowan, Kofi and Orton. Oh my goodness, it's getting personal. Becky and Sasha, shit's heated all over going into this one. Uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure we'll probably see a, ma- a title match. Maybe like a tag match at the Garden. Uh, when is the King of the Rings supposed to end? Is it supposed to end at Clash of, Clash of Champions? Uh, they did not say that the finals would be there. I think the finals might be the night after on Raw, is my guess. But oh, the- I'm a little disappointed. I thought they were going to bring 
I understand. I mean, I, every, I don't know. They, they need to bring back King of the Ring as a pay-per-view. I need to see like a one, six matches. One night tournament. Yeah, everybody enjoys that yeah. more. I, I doubt that's what happens. Do you, so we got the two semifinals matches. Corbin versus Joe versus yeah. uh, Ricochet and then Gable versus Elias. Who do you see coming out as the King of the Ring? I think in the finals, I'm going to see. So the winner of those go to the finals, right? Between those two matches? Yeah. So I'm going to probably say Elias is going to go down against Gable. And then who's on the other one? Samoa Joe, Corbin. Ricochet. Ricochet. I'm going to say Samoa Joe versus. I'm going to say Samoa Joe's going to walk out King of the Ring. Samoa King Joe, you're calling it? Yeah, I mean, we saw King Haku. We're going to see a King Joe right now. Nothing more badass than a King Samoan. A Samoan king walking around. Oh, man, this is... I don't know if I'm going... I, 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 I'll say I, any one of them winning would make me happy. But I'm going to go... I think King Corbin is who's going to pull it out. I have a feeling. He It, it rolls off the tongue well, and... I mean, he's looked dominant. It's, he's the odd man because Joe and Ricochet will kill each other, I think, in that one. I definitely I think Joe will kill anybody. You definitely and think it's going to be the, the winner of the triple threat and not Elias or Chad Gable? I don't know. I mean, I would like to see Chad Gable because Chad Gable is dope as hell, but I just feel like um, I feel like Samoa Joe is going to pull this W out. And I, mean, I don't know. When I'm thinking of whoever has the loudest theme music, I'm oh choosing, yeah! So I'm going with Samoa Joe. And then if blah, if, blah, if you're blah. if you were gonna uh, rate uh, tournaments in 2019, uh, are you gonna say uh, it was the G1 or King of the Ring best tournament of the year? Uh, oh man! Or the AEW tag say, team yeah. tournament featuring the Dark Order? Uh, I'm gonna have to go. I mean, oh man, I'm gonna go with. Who won the G1? Uh, G1 Climax. Uh, G1 Climax. Right? G1 Climax. Okay, I see. The, oh, G1 I'm going to go with G, G, G1 Climax. Is that what I'm choosing? G1 Climax. What was that? Did you pick that? Did you pick yet? G1 Climax. Yeah, G1. I'm, I'm picking the G. Someone's telling me to pick the G1. Are you sure? Yeah, I G1 yeah, I Climax. Me. I picked the G1. Over the King of the Ring. Yeah, I picked the G1 Climax. G1 Climax. All right, there you go. Well, the King of the Ring is still a big tournament. Excited to see who wins so it. If it was a pay-per-view, if it was a pay-per-view, King of the Ring would dominate all of that. What do you think the winner of the King of the Ring is going to drink after they celebrate? Uh, well, if it's if it's Samoa Joe, I feel like he's a Hennessy man. Oh. A little bit of the bubbly. Ooh, a little alizé. <laughs> <laughs> Just bringing back drinks that don't exist in the 90s. Drinking like Tupac. I mean, um, you got to make Doug Passion with a little bit of alizé <laughs> and Cristal. So as, as we uh, wind down, I don't want to get too hype where I, I'm, we're, you know, and I, I pass out because I'm excited for these Raws and Smackdowns on MSG. Senor Calzonis, um, AEW lurking in the shadows, WWE trying to, you know, not only adhere to what the, the new 
business partners at Fox want, but also what fans are going to want uh, from from them. You know, it, you know, fans want WWE to always get better. And right yeah. now, the WWE's throwing mysteries at us. They've got Bray Wyatt calling it. Don't forget, Bray Wyatt's calling out champions now too. We might see a Firefly Funhouse Championship Edition. I mean, lots of interesting things that we haven't seen before going on in WWE. Let's get into one of those things. Do you want to go towards, we'll pick a topic because we can't get into both. No time. We're getting kicked out of the studio. You want to do who's Eric Rowan and Roman Reigns and why Rowan went after Roman Reigns with a car and is a psychopath and not in jail? Or do you want to go Bray Wyatt murdering Finn Balor and now calling out uh champions uh in in seth rollins or braun Strowman. uh let's go man i wish it was brock lesnar that was the champion been really- <laughs> i think we all do oh, i a little bit of the bubble. i think we all do just, you know i'm gonna be sipping on some champagne when seth rollins loses that t- championship to anybody yeah, let's just, you know what, let's just talk about Seth Rollins and oh. talk about how much a piece of trash he is. Oh, hi, Mark. We can just, like, bring him down a notch. Fuck him! We can talk about him. So, let's talk about that. Let's go about... So do you think it's, do you uh, think Seth when Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman are in there with Austin, one of them or both of them is going to get a stunner? Uh, I'm <laughs> hoping so. I don't know. I'm hoping, I mean, I haven't seen Stone Cold give a stunner on in a minute now. Um, can he still do it now that... Now that he's passed it on to Kevin Owens, oh, I don't think he. Pa- I th- I hope he gives it to Kevin Owens and takes it back from him. You know that horseshit. You don't want you don't want stunner. to you don't want to get it confused. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, look at Stone Cold. He's doing the Kevin Owens stunner." <laughs> you know, he's gonna start missing people's heads and <laughs> making it look like ass. Uh, Stone Cold. I I actually fear for him because we heard Bray Wyatt this past week call out. Uh, Seth Rollins and you know he goes after legends a lot lately could yeah, the ring clear but between R- Rollins and Braun and Stone Cold be left in there for the fiend do you think Stone Cold would would take one take a sister Abigail for the from the fiend in order to help Bray Wyatt out I couldn't fathom that happening well that's I mean if you hear that you definitely hear the clear because we've seen what kind of a dandy boy uh, Braun Strowman is when it comes to Kurt Angle's watch. Uh, we already seen what kind of a dandy boy Seth Rollins is. I mean, I'm pretty sure they hear that. They're both going to run away. They're going to leave Stone Cold. Don't get me wrong. He is a, he's an old man, but he's still in you know, prime shape. But when you see that monster that, that – what's his name? That Bray Wyatt is. I mean, I think, he, I think he might take one. I mean, a lot of the legends have been taking it. I don't know why Stone Cold wouldn't. If Stone Cold had a match and he came back and had a match and it was against Bray Wyatt, would you be mad? No, I wouldn't. He's going to freaking stunner the demon out of him. <laughs> I'm hoping it ha- I'm half hoping the Fiend tries something on Stone Cold. I fucking dare you, gonna- Fiend. <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna like stutter him, and like you're gonna see the Fiend, the Fiend fly out of his body, <laughs> and then he's gonna like. You know how when you go to church or whatever and the priest dumps you into water yeah. to christen you? The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to do that with Stone Cold IPA. And just <laughs> put him in his face. He's like, get back, demon. I just hope like the yeah. the the power you know, coming, going out sounds it start hitting 
and everybody scatters and Stone Cold just stays in the ring with the microphone calling out Wyatt. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Come out. Show yourself. Get out of here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> just like Stone Cold stunners him with IPAs in his, in his shoulders. <laughs> stunning him with beers. I fucking dare you, Fiend. Try something on Stone Cold on Raw this week. He's about he's about to stun him back to Husky Harris. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> and then he'll just I'm a bitch ass fool. I'm a husky. My dad my dad's an accountant. My dad works for the IRS. <laughs> I hope it happens. Doubt it happens. I just wanna see a I man, I just wanna see fucking stunner. On Raw, oh, yeah, that's all. I want to see Stone Cold, see Stone Cold drink and it whoops some ass on Raw, and hopefully, you know, then hopefully Seth Rollins lose the title. That'd be nice. But Brainiacs, get ready. It's back at MSG on on a Raw and a SmackDown. What could be better than that? And going into Clash of Champions, it's it's a great time to be alive. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior, and uh, Facebook. And we'll be conversing with you about pro wrestling. And that's what we love to do. It's our favorite thing. Uh, one of our other favorite things, though, is talking pro wrestling. But uh, while we drink a little bit of the bubbly and blood's all over our faces, and we've been doing that for a long time, uh, Mil Calsonas, I'd say almost eight years. And if you're ready to do it again, you know, let, why not? Are you, are you good to go for some Falls Count Anywhere? I mean, it's been a while. I'll try to see if I know how to, if I can remember how to how to get bloody. It's been a while. Okay, all you need is here. See, see the point of my elbow. You see that? Look, yeah, take yeah. a take a close look. See that? Say, now it's time for some false count anywhere. Well, I don't know who's supposed to go first, but fuck it, I am. It's good to be back on BBR. I know we've been on a break for a little while. But it's always good to come back and do and talk about some pro graps. And I know sometimes we're really constant where we're on it every single week. And you tune in every single week to hear the greatest minds in professional wrestling. So please, if you see us off for a month, it's because we're coming up with some great shit. So be patient. Oh, Brainiacs, like I'm going to echo uh, Mil Calsonis, like he said, hey, whether it's every single week, whether it's one time, two times, three times a week, maybe there's a lull. Just know we are never there not watching programs and thinking about you. Whether we're on every time or off, we're thinking programs. And this past month has been hectic and We've just been sitting in the dark closet waiting for our chance to pick a fight with you. And here we are, black mass to your dome with another bust-ass Brain Buster Radio and plenty more to come. We've put together the game plan and we're ready to attack, attack, attack. So you watch as much as you can. We're going to talk about as much as we can and each and every single week, we're going to do shows, we're going to sweat, we're going to get it all out of our system, and afterwards, we're all going to retire to the backstage, kick our feet up, and have a little bit of the bubbly. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly.
Good to be back, Bill Calsonis. I'm on a good schedule here. I'm on a tear. NXT UK Wednesdays. NXT Live on USA Wednesdays. AEW coming in less than a month. My Raws, my Smackdowns, they're checked. Impact Wrestling's got crazy big big mommies. Have you seen some of the crazy yeah. shit going on on Impact? Lucha, I mean, Triple A. Uh, you've got the Lucha Brothers holding it down for them. And then, of course, I mean, do you realize we're only, what, three months away from Wrestle Kingdom? A two-day event in, the la- in Japan, the land of the rising sun, where we're going to have two Wrestle Kingdoms? I mean, re- pro wrestling going from the big dog era into the, the, the 20s, Bill Calsonis. I, I just can't, I cannot fathom what's about to happen to this great sport. Yeah, I mean, Wrestle, wait, what day, do you know what day it lands on the, the 4th? Oh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, is going to be January f- 4th, Saturday and 5th, Sunday. Oh, thank goodness. So that means I'm going to, I guess we're going to have to be up at 5 in the morning. Was it like 3 or 4 in the morning talking about uh, the recap of what we saw rest, uh, seven hours of Wrestle Kingdom. I'm excited. It comes by. It's already here. We just had WrestleMania not that long ago. Now we have Wrestle Kingdom. I'm excited. I'm going to have to start training to stay up late. Start training for that. Also, who knows? AEW might have a pay-per-view that same night, too. That's how much. Did I miss, miss Falls Count anywhere? Yeah, Triple J, where have you been? Yeah, uh, you were, were you, the studio is closing, and you're sending us pictures from the grocery store of Bubbly. We already had plenty here. <laughs> Uh, would it be possible? I, I could probably wrap this up in 60 seconds if you could hit some music. Oh, Brainiacs. I mean, a, that, that, the show's I mean, that, not over. The, 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 the front office at the Marburger, the front office, Mr. Marburger has ruled that this, this show will not end without a decisive victory. This isn't some King of the Ring match. So, Triple J, shoes are on. you can take it away. I don't know what was talked about on this show, but I'm sure it was all over the place and not in order. Triple J is here. Very quickly, I know everybody wants to know what I thought about All Out, AEW's pay-per-view from the Sears Center. I was all in, and while there was clearly shenanigans with shenanigans with uh, phalluses and uh, macho men and everything, I got to say, that was probably a better show. All In was better than All Out. There was nothing on all out that topped that match but all out it was a it was a pay-per-view but honestly in the year 2019 anytime somebody gets a canadian destroyer performed on them and if they kick out i'm done with the match i just don't care two canadian destroyers from the the lucha brothers i believe to the same buck Matt Jackson completely took me out of the match. I like what they did with the ending, ending removing of the match, but still, I lost it. And this main event, it was a good main event. I'll, I'll say that, but why are they booking Jericho as a face right now? This whole losing the belt, the, the bubbly, the T-shirts, they're running with this through no fault of Hangman Page's own. He was He's looking like a chump right now. This pay-per-view is named after him, Full Gear. He's not even going to be in the match. Cody Rhodes is booked. We haven't even had any television yet. Uh, The world has just gone mad. Wait, did you make us restart our finish 
just to yeah. be angry about what was an amazing night and after well, Bill Calsonis and I just angry. talked about how you awesome all that was. I'll have to go back and listen awesome. to the tape. A little bit of the bubbly. That was more than 60 seconds. That was way more. And, and also, uh, did you Moose the Mark, it was, why, why are you pretending to be Triple J? What's going on? Oh, hi, Mark. I knew he was. I knew he was good at voices, but not this good. Hello. <laughs> All right, Brainiacs. Well, that that's what they call a tease. Now, Triple J runs in. He sets this up, and we have no time to get into all that because we're all out of time. We'll see you next week for Brain Buster Radio. Clash of Champions. We'll be getting into it and recapping WWE at MSG. Four, Mil Calsonis on the Unos and Doses. Musta Mark praising Chris Jericho. Wow. On the internet gimmicks. Oh. And... Of course, the Sultan of Social Media, a man called Wired. Vinman Unlimited Dates, Jumpin' Jacob J doing run-ins, and Long Allen Ice-T. I'm Long Allen Ice-T saying, I gotta get the hell out of here, and you guessed it, have a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Bubbly.